Do you need help protecting your finances as you enter retirement? David Dickens of KC Financial Advisors has got you covered. Welcome to the Cover Your Assets KC podcast. All right, David threw me for a loop on the last episode when he teased what today's show was going to be about. The positive side of inflation. Did we know there could be such a thing? That's what we're going to be diving into today on the Cover Your Assets KC podcast. If you're new, I'm Walter Storholt. I'm alongside David Dickens. He is the person you're here to listen to. David is the president and wealth advisor at KC Financial Advisors based in Overland Park, Kansas, but you can find them online at CoverYourAssetsKC.com from anywhere. And uh, this will be fun, David. I'm looking forward to talking to you about this. <laughs> I always like finding the silver linings of things. I'm a, I'm a big picture, and uh, you know, I, I, I like to see positive things in the world. So this will be good to kind of pull some good stuff out of uh, you know inflation, which is definitely dominating the news headlines in a negative fashion. For sure. And every time you go to the grocery store or, uh, you know, it's it is it's getting intense and I think it's going to slip away fairly slowly. So it'll be around for a while, but there are a couple of positives. And so just thought we'd take a step back and, and take a look at those and hopefully a couple of practical applications uh, for them before we're done. I love it. And so uh, David gave me a, a little advance notice. He's uh, isolated out three in particular elements uh, that can be identified as the positive side of inflation. So we'll walk through each of those. What's uh, first on the list, David? Well, the first is if you're already taking Social Security or, frankly, if you're over 62, you haven't taken it yet, uh, this benefits you as well. But there's going to be a big, juicy, an 8.7% cost of living increase that's the largest in 40 years. In fact, my mother was just talking to me about hers and how much her, she has a social security and a, and a pension, a military pension, and they're both going up and it's real money uh, for people. So your check is going to go up by 8.7%. Now that's huge, but a lot of times this cost of living increase gets eaten up by your Medicare premium going up at the same time. And this year, strangely enough, your Medicare premium is actually going to decline from about 170 bucks a month to 165 bucks a month. Not huge, but it's going down, which further increases your Social Security check, your government check. If you're a Missouri teacher, you get a cost of living increase. I didn't check the percent on that. But so that type of increase, nobody should expect that to go on in 2024 or 25. It might, but that means inflation stayed really high for longer. But We've been living with these high costs, especially in the grocery store and other places, all of 2023, and in swoops, a big, juicy 8.7% increase in your Social Security for 2023. And that never, I don't, I was going to say, and that never goes down. I, hmm. I, I guess I'd have to go back and look. If there were actual deflation in the cost of living, I don't know that they would reduce your, your Social Security check. Maybe that's a follow-up for another podcast. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm doing a quick Google to see if I can find something from the past, David. But <laughs> I've never heard of that. But hmm. you know, we have we have a lot of costs that deflate. All of our technology, our etc., keep getting better and cheaper. Yeah, um, TVs. You can get better TVs for cheaper prices these days. That's one I'm always yeah. blown away by. So maybe we'll have maybe we'll have an idea on that. But it would be a rare instance that that had happened in the past years, but I don't think it is allowed to go down. Sounds like you're going to be doing some homework 
I think, for, <laughs> I a, for, a, for a future episode. I like it. I'll get that one figured out. At least you're putting it in the category of it. It seems very unlikely. Highly unlikely. Very unlikely. Yes. Okay. So, and, and if that's the case, well, the stuff we're buying has been getting cheaper, cheaper, cheaper. So there's, that's the, kind of the two-sided inflation, deflation coin. But the second one that I wanted to mention has to do with, uh, so if inflation is higher, what that's going to mean for our listeners in their 30s, 40s, and 50s and early 60s is they're going to need more money when they retire. And so the amounts that we're able to put into our retirement accounts are indexed in some way to inflation. So the good news is the amount you can put into your 401k and your IRA next year are going to go up pretty significantly. So example, your 401k this year, you can put in 20,500 bucks. Next year, it goes up to 22,500 bucks. If you happen to be over 50, which a lot of our listeners are, that catch-up contribution that you're able to make this this year currently at 6,500 bucks. Next year, it goes up to 7,500 bucks. So if you add all that together, if you're over 50, then next year, instead of putting a maximum of 27,000 in this year, you can put 30 grand in. So over, you know, if you're 50 or 52 or 53, well, that's 10 or 15 years of additional contributions you get to put in. And depending on the growth in the market, that's going to be real money. So that's a, that's a positive. Um, IRA contributions, let's say you don't have a 401k and you're just doing an IRA or a Roth. This year, that's a $6,000 maximum contribution. Next year, it's 6,500 bucks. So not a huge increase, but it's still an increase. One thing that is kind of wonky about the IRA is if you're over 50, you get to put an extra thousand bucks in. But that particular calculation is not indexed to a cost of living adjustment. So next year, it's still a thousand bucks. So this year, if you're over 50, you can put in seven thousand next year, 7,500. So a much better deal if you're in a 401k, but still a little bit better if you're in an IRA. Those help a lot, David. So we've got Social Security, silver lining, positive side of inflation, IRA contributions, never a bad thing when those opportunities go up. What else you got? So the last one is a lot of people don't know that our federal tax brackets are also indexed to inflation calculation. So I'm going to give a a particular example. Let me start with a standard deduction. Everybody pretty much knows that when you're retired, or you have limited other deductions, the IRS made a change a couple of years ago to try to make sure that the standard deduction was big enough that it would catch the wide majority of taxpayers. So for instance, most people don't itemize anymore because the standard deduction, it's gonna go up to 27,700 bucks this year. It was, I believe 25,900. So that's up 1,800 bucks this year. In other words, an extra $1,800 of your income doesn't get taxed this year. So that's married filing joint. If you're single, that amount of the standard deduction is $13,850. That's up $900 over last year. So it's an extra $900 you earn that you don't pay any taxes on. If you're over 65, you get an extra little kicker to your standard deduction. So right now, 27007 would be your standard deduction, except that you get an extra $1,500 for you and your spouse. 
That means that your standard deduction, just showing up with a pulse, means that you don't pay taxes on 30,700 bucks of income. If you are single, that ends up uh, being uh, 29,550 bucks. So the takeaway on the standard deduction is you get a nice little increase in the amount of money you don't pay any taxes on just because cost of living increases went up. So your income went up on the social security side and the threshold at which you start paying taxes went higher benefit to you on the tax bracket side. And then just, <laughs> just to get a little deeper into the weeds, I do want to talk about the uh, tax bracket increases. And this is going to be important for listeners for two different reasons. If you're trying to calculate the Roth conversion, for instance, in 2023, that would keep you say in the 12% tax bracket, you're going to need to know that the tax bracket went higher. So you're going to be able to convert a little bit more of a Roth. The other thing that's really important to a lot of my clients who are able to manage their tax liability is that when you have long-term capital gains and you're in either the 10 or the 12% tax bracket, the gains you take are taxed at zero if they're long-term capital gains. And so these increases are going to give you a little bit of additional room to take more of a long-term capital gain as you're doing your tax planning. So Walter, are you ready for me to dance through a couple of these, these, I'm not going to calculate anything. I'm just going to spit out some numbers, but hopefully they're going to be helpful for people. Let, let's tango with the numbers. Let's All right. So if you're married filing joint, it used to be that the 12% tax bracket started at 83,500 bucks, but that's going up to 89,450 bucks. Roughly, that's an extra $4,000 of Roth contributions or long-term capital gains that you can take and still remain in the 12% bracket. So that's, that's not, you know, it's not a huge amount, but an extra four grand. Uh, and you'll just want to know because you would want to use that uh, as you're making those calculations for the Roth contribution or the long-term capital gains. If you're single, your 12% bracket uh, used to end at 41,700 and now it ends at 44,700 that's rounded numbers but that's an extra 3 grand that you get to take in Roth conversions and still stay in the same bracket or in um, your long-term capital gain calculation to keep that at zero so those are all things to keep in mind as you're making those types of calculations and then one other little bonus for for people we have a lot of grandparents, but sometimes it's parents who are looking to know about that annual gift tax exclusion. And most of my clients would know that that's $16,000 that you and another 16,000 that your spouse could give to anybody and not have to report that on a tax return. And next year that 16,000 is going up to 17,000. I don't have, so that's, that's a good thing. Um, for gifting to family members or anybody else that you want to give a gift to, 17 grand per recipient next year. And then the tax exclusion for estate tax is a big number. It's likely to go down if the Trump tax cuts expire at the end of 2025. But right now, that used to be this year, it's 12,000, it's a little over $12 million, $12,060,000. 
that goes up to $12,900,000 next year. So it goes up by 900 grand, the amount of your estate that is not taxable when you die. That's 12,900,000 for you and 12,900,000 for your spouse if you have one. So those are pretty big numbers. And those are all things that are indexed to inflation. So as the inflation man is taken away from you in one instance, usually you see it in the grocery store. These are some ways that you get to have a benefit. You know, you kind of got to wait till you fill out your taxes to, <laughs> to recognize the benefit. But these are real money benefits uh, that can help you offset those other inflation things that you see in your face every day. Uh, these are ways to that, that you're going to actually benefit from a little bit higher inflation source. Sounds like a, uh, you know, if we made up a really lame comic book, Inflation Man <laughs> would be one of the vil villains in the book, right? Something like that. I love that. <laughs> we could have some fun with that, couldn't we? With various uh, various villains and whatnot to come into the fray. And some, yeah. And some heroes. We could have our own little comic book series. <laughs> I think you're onto something there, Walter. I can't wait to see the first issue after you create it. Oh my gosh! Well, I'm going to subscribe to that when you do that. We'll create our whole uh, our whole DC uh, universe or whatever that. Uh, however, people talk about that kind of stuff. Oh my gosh, it'd be too funny. <laughs> I love it. Uh, well, there you have it, folks. Some good reasons why, in you know, to, to at least some silver linings of inflation being up, the positive side of that. I've got one follow up for you, David. What about things like um, you know, with what with with rates being down, like you know, interest rates and those kinds of things being down? We had low CD rates and low uh, savings accounts rates and those kinds of things. Is that a positive side of inflation? Is all these things are becoming more expensive? Do those things at least respond in kind and come up and give us better places to put, put our investments? Or are we, are, am I a little disconnected there? No, you're I, sort of. I would attribute that more less to inflation and more to the fact that the Fed has just been raising interest rates. So the, the level of interest rates has gone up dramatically over the last uh, nine months. But inflation started getting high in 2022. So they're sort of related. That's why I would attribute it more to the Fed than to inflation. But the takeaway there, Walter, and you're exactly right in bringing it up, CD rates have come up a little bit. The, the deposit accounts you're earning at your bank still stink. They're like, or your credit union, for that matter. Uh, maybe you're earning 0 0.05 or 0 0.1 on your money market account at your bank. But if you look at a brokerage account at Fidelity or Schwab or TD Ameritrade, the money wouldn't necessarily be FDIC insured, but it would be in a super high quality money market fund. Well, that could be earning you two or two and a half or three percent. CD rates have gone up some. Fixed annuity rates have gone up a lot. There's a difference there as to who guarantees that money, the FDIC or the annuity company that's writing the money or that writing the uh, fixed annuity, the investment. But some of those rates, you know, three and five year rates over four or four and a half percent. So if you snoop around a little bit, because inflation is so high, our money, our safe money had been at zero interest rates for so long that it's easy to be asleep at the wheel and not realize that there are places to go that you can put your money that are actually going to earn you a real yield right now. And since the stock market is having such a difficult time and the bond market is having a difficult time because rates are rising, uh, some of these super short money market funds and short-term uh, CDs and fixed annuities can be a real benefit 
to your retirement plan, or if you're not retired, to the money you're saving for retirement. So I'm glad you brought that up, Walter. Absolutely look around for those types of things, whether it's caused by inflation or caused by the Fed. Either way, there are ways to earn significantly more on that idle money than you've been able to earn over the last decade. A little bit of crossover there makes a lot of sense. And uh, there you have it. Great illustrations, David. If you've got questions about inflation, the positive side, and also you know the side we didn't cover today, the negative side of inflation, but if that's certainly impacting all of us, and if you don't have a great plan to uh, counteract that, or if you aren't taking advantage of some of these positive sides of inflation, it's a great reason to pick up the phone, give David a call, and talk a little bit more about your plan and get some customized advice and guidance. You can do that by reaching out over the phone at 913-317-1414. That's 913-317-1414. Or you can go online to coveryourassetskc.com and get in touch with us through the website as well. Lots of great resources for you there. Go through the complete planning review process. That's the CPR process that David has put together and takes all of his clients through to make sure that you're well prepared to get to and all the way through retirement uh, with a plan that you understand and uh, that you can be confident in. Uh, David, appreciate all the help on the show today. Enjoyed this one, and we'll have another good uh, conversation on tap next time around, I believe. Something's telling me maybe some listener questions are on the way. <laughs> just, I just had this feeling. Am I right? I think uh, I have one really good one okay. teed up that I'm working on, and who knows what might come in over the next week that would be right. podcast-worthy. Good stuff. If you want to contribute to that, please send David a question. We need good questions for the show. ddickens at kcfa.com. ddickens at kcfa.com. Shoot David a question. We can feature it on the show and uh, have a little bit of fun with it as well. Oh, David, thank you so much, and we'll talk to you again next week. All right. Thanks, Walter. New episodes every week. Subscribe on your favorite podcasting app. We'll see you next time on the Cover Your Assets KC Podcast. Investment advisory services offered through ChangePath LLC, a registered investment advisor. ChangePath LLC and KC Financial Advisors are separate companies.